0: This is Geek Gab with your host, Dornall and me, Daddy Warpig. We are back. Geek Gab for Saturday, December 12th, 2020.
1: Dornall. Hey, hey.
0: How was your week?
1: It's a good week. Nice, relaxing, gaming. We had sunshine for a week that sunshine right now till the cloud is moving for next week.
0: I just got the most helpful email ever. Did you? Yeah. Little notification popped up on the screen of my computer and said, you know, it's an email from YouTube. It says, now live on your channel. Cyber War Pig Dystopian Future. And I'm like, thanks, guys. Thanks for telling me that that there is now a show live on my channel because there's no way I would have noticed that if you hadn't have told me.
1: That's why mind
0: bogglingly that
1: like and subscribe button.
0: <laughs> Man, YouTube is Well, they're banning everybody, but, you know, at least they're willing to tell me when I'm going live so I can receive an email in the middle of my live show. Awesome. Perfect. (laughs) And they're on a banning spree, too. Oh, yeah? I, I forget what it was. It's probably some political thing, but, yeah, and they're banning a bunch of people. They're not the only ones though. Nintendo's on a tear. Nintendo, Nintendo of Japan. They're uh, taken down every single... They... Nintendo's released a lot of music in their games. And sometimes they've released them on these cockamamie um, collections that you can only get in weird places and times like... There's some music that is reportedly really good music that you could only get on a promotional CD that was only available through the Nintendo Club in Japan to members of the club. So it was never sold anywhere. And everyone else in the world is screwed. If you want to get that music, you can't get it. So people uploaded it to YouTube. Because what's the harm, right? Sure. sure. I mean, it's not purely legit, but what's the harm? But Nintendo Japan, the last week or two, had just been on a tear, taking down dozens or hundreds of tracks uh, of Nintendo music. Just going after their... You know, most devoted diehard fans, and smack them in the
1: face. Typical.
0: So yeah, that's that's YouTube.
1: That's YouTube for you. Yeah, YouTube's YouTube's cracking down on current events. They've. Uh, you may have heard that there is a there was a very. Uh, drawn out and contentious election in the US and Facebook, YouTube, Twitter all these other places are cracking down on any sort of misinformation related to those events
0: that's right, YouTube will literally shut you down, I don't know if they'll just remove the video or if they will terminate your channel for even mentioning or discussing like even in a historical context the uh the discussion of fraud like you could discuss the 19 19- uh, you
1: use the f word this is a family friendly <laughs> family friendly show you use the f word now we're going to get banned all right sorry continue the 1960
0: election with john f kennedy was infamously stolen Thanks to his dad, who was a a smuggler of liquor during Prohibition. That's where the Kennedys made their money, was by smuggling alcohol during Prohibition. And his dad had a lot of connections in Chicago. And so thanks to some rather enthusiastic voting by the local Chicago uh, ex-post uh living citizen precincts um he won that state and won the presidency um so that election was stolen um, and, and everybody knows about it. It's not a secret. it's not some you know disputed thing um but even if you discuss that and some other, you know electoral shenanigans, like Tammany Hall, which was the political party machinery in New York City during the early part of the last century, um, or wanted to bring up uh, the novel that was about political machinery by Upton Sinclair. Uh, I can't remember the name right now, but it was a really horrible one, and it was basically... Um, It was basically propaganda for socialism. It was all about how this one guy got really, really screwed over. And it was about how uh, all the meat and food that they were packing was rotten. It it caused the creation of the FDA. But it was also about uh, machine politics and how they Uh had uh, the Republicans and Democrats all tied up and how they were being run by the same political machines, things like that. it so.
1: Uh, want, I on the tip of my tongue. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I should know that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's not Native Son, which is another one along the same lines. But in any case, um, you, you, even if you're discussing all of these things, if you're discussing you know, how corrupt politics are in Louisiana and, and Huey Long and all that stuff, if you're discussing ballot box stuffing, if you're discussing... Um, you know, the bribes candidates had to pay to the party in order to get, even just on the ballot, uh, you're discussing how it used to be where the party would have absolute control of the candidates. If you're discussing, um, you know, how that was kind of broken down, but how even nowadays in order to get committee assignments, candidates have to donate money to the parties, um, which, you know, It doesn't necessarily seem that different from the old machine days to me. Um, you can't mention 2020 anymore. You just can't do it. They chopped that out of history. It doesn't exist anymore. Thanks. Facebook and YouTube and everybody else.
1: Thanks guys. I, I thought, I thought the, uh, the The gross censorship of unapproved opinions would come straight from the government. Turns out, we will gladly pay for it.
0: <laughs> oh, oh! The most twenty twenty thing happened this week too. Tell me. Um. But let's bounce back for for just a second, yeah, um, cause it's the topic of the show, apparently. <laughs> yep. All the. Corporations oppressing us is straight out of cyberpunk.
1: Cyberpunk was a warning, not a manual. <laughs> There's nothing aspirational ab- about cyberpunk.
0: Um, Yeah, this is the most 2020 thing ever. And uh, I saw this news story and I was like, what the hell is going on? Don't people know what this is going to look like? Uh, So this is a news story that came out three days ago. The Vatican has entered into a global alliance with, and I just want to let these names breathe a little bit, Rothschild Rockefeller roth child rockefeller the ford foundation mastercard the bank of others through the new council for inclusive capitalism to create a more inclusive sustainable and trusted Economic system
1: Wow. I've got my I've got my skeptic senses tingling. The Vatican no. This this has to be journalists messing with me. Or 2020 messing with me. What's why would the Vatican have anything to do with the um, earthly champions of the sin of usury, the Rothschilds. That's a... Uh, yeah, that's pretty dystopian, man.
0: Uh, I don't know what's going on. I just... I was just like... That's the most 2020 thing I've ever seen.
1: Yep. <coughs> We've got massive corporate censorship. We've got uh, the Vatican teaming up with the devil. We've got what else is going on? Matthew Martin in the chat. Smart money is one of those think PR tanks that winds up doing nothing. I mean, I yeah, I guess it's it's all conjecture. Did did you uh did you read the article or did you just go past the headline and go? Uh, yeah, that's 2020
0: for you. Uh, I, I, actually, I, I what listened. I said was um, that this, uh, this, uh, my reaction was, you're joking, right? This is like a paragraph from the prologue of a badly written Protestant Christian post apocalyptic sci fi novel.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs>
0: like it's the run-up to the apocalypse, so that gets put in the prologue, and then the entire book is about the post-apocalypse. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the Vatican did some stuff with the Rothschilds, and and then the Antichrist came, and and then everything blew up, and now we're the people who are left in the
1: aftermath. I'm like, okay, check that off. That sounds like a great book series. <laughs> Wait, doesn't that exist? The, uh, uh, what are they, What's the name of that series? I never read it. The the Like the post-rapture fiction. Left Behind. Left Behind.
0: <laughs> Somebody asked me if I was pointing out a real series. And I just said, look, this is a hypothetical novel. Because <laughs> I've never read The Left Behind. So I don't know if that's actually true. That's what it sounds like. Because I don't
1: think a Catholic would write that. Well, I mean, the way you put it actually sounds pretty rad. I I shouldn't laugh at that series. That sounds awesome.
0: Um, But other people were chiming in in response to that saying, "Uh uh-oh, somebody leaked the contents of the next Dan Brown novel. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I just thought that, But on the other hand, some of it doesn't surprise you, does it? Because all the companies mentioned are all the woke companies that have been banning everyone. They're the woke capital companies. MasterCard is the people who, you know, not only kicked off, uh, like, Gavin McKinn's of the Proud Boys and uh, Laura Loomer and some of those other people, um, but they're the people who, like, turned off payment processing for an entire uh, hosting company because this hosting company had a uh, another company that leased server space from them, and that company uh, allowed um, a company they disapproved of to buy server space. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They really went deep on the infrastructure to shut somebody down. Uh, Disgusting. So, yeah, Bank of America, all these other companies are the woke capital company. They're, the only thing that really surprised me that Soros's name wasn't actually on the list.
1: <laughs> How so. did he escape that one? <laughs> He might fall under the other, you know. Well, among no, that's others. That, that's Soros' style. That's why he can get away with uh, with uh, doing that because he does it all through uh, charity orgs and 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 uh, shell corporations. Plus, let's face it: if you were writing a post-apocalyptic novel right now, you'd probably
0: include Soros in that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. One way or another.
0: Um. So that's the 2020 thing that happened this week. That's what I noticed this week. I'm like, wow. That's uh as somebody else mentioned that's like 2020 is the year where they're proving all the conspiracy theories right. And I'm like, I'm not gonna argue against that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like that's funny. All that all that stuff that, that people we were laughing at kooks 10, 20 years ago. Nope. Most of that turned out to be true. <laughs>
0: Uh, I was having a discussion with a a friend of mine the other day. Uh, And I said, look, if I said, you know, I've kind of been moving leftward as I've gotten older. And that's not actually true. It's just funny that as I've gotten older, I said, if you sent me back in time to like 1969 or 1970, I'd sound exactly like those college radical hippies. Uh, because, you know, I'd be the one out there ranting the FBI and the CIA are trying to take down the president, right? (laughs) The CIA is funding modern
1: art. That's (laughs) preposterous, Eddie Warpig. (laughs) That couldn't be true. (laughs) So I've not
0: actually moved left wing. It just turns out that all these things that. You know, that they have become true over the years. Oh, it's crazy. It's driving me mad, man.
1: <laughs> what did I do
0: to deserve this?
1: I I never, ever thought the world could be this wild. I, I love our dystopian future. We live in a cyberpunk future, man. I know. And and we got all of the bad stuff and none of the cool stuff. Well, we do have supercomputers in our pockets. That's pretty cool. Right. Right. Of course, they're just used to put uh, porn in our eyes at all hours of the night, but that's beside the point. Not me.
0: I use mine to create elaborate fantasy
1: worlds <laughs> <laughs> to keep the masses entertained. That's right. There's that too. Uh, you use state of the art techniques to beautifully render an animation of Superman deflecting bullets on on your little handheld screen. Yes. As the as the. Uh, as the fans clap like seals. Wow, we're getting dark today. It's it's the topic of the show. <laughs> we are getting so dark today. Hey, shout outs to everybody in the chat. Bradford Walker hanging out in the hospital. Uh, get better, man. I hope you're uh, I hope you're recovering okay. Uh, I'm glad you could tune in. Uh, I'm sorry that we're going to be dark today, but uh, we're just going to continue to make you miserable here on the Geek Gab. No, that's our that's our motto. No fun allowed <laughs> at all. <laughs> hey, we're getting into the nuts and bolts. Of, you know, speaking of speaking of fun, we're getting to the nuts and bolts of classic Traveler: how spaceships work, and and actually sort of putting the mechanics together that are going to allow players to man a starship and and run a business, which is, I guess, that's the point of the game, isn't it? Maybe.
0: I just want to. I'll be perfectly honest at this point. I just want to figure out what the people who designed the game intended, how they intended the game to be run. Like what they intended the players to do. Because, and this is the easiest example for me to run to, Shadowrun had a very, very clear expectation of what players should do. But that clear expectation wasn't in the original rulebook. It only sprang out of the first couple of modules. Uh, The first two published modules, which uh, one of them was DNA slash DOA, um that told you perfectly what they expected Shadowrun to be. And it should have been in the first rulebook, but it wasn't. Um, and so you, you could really pick it up. ad d did a bad job. They never put that in anything. It was never in any of the modules. It was not in any of the source books. So unless you spent time playing with Gary Gygax or one of his other DMs or played with someone who had played with them or etc 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 you never really understood how AD&D was supposed to be played how they intended it to be played what the rules had grew up in and around what they expected from it um and the same really goes for it maybe shadowrun expected you to know how cyberspace or cyberpunk the black box was played and you just were supposed to play it like that, I don't know Um, but Traveler doesn't seem in the books to have a strong statement of expected play style what is it your players are supposed to be doing they don't seem to have said that
1: I, yeah, I get the feeling they th- that there's a number of different types of games you can play or stories you can tell, and the designers were like, "Look, man, here's this broad system that we've used to define a whole galaxy full of planets and starships and, and peoples. What more do you want? Just go go play in this go play in this universe without." Uh, Without a strong suggestion of, here's an example story. It's just like, here's how this works. Here's how that works. Here's the, here's the chart of the galaxy. Go have fun. I,
0: I really think that they just had a lot of assumptions built on the very uh, strong source material they were drawing from. And those assumptions were... Not communicated in the text. Hmm. They were just assumptions that if you had their set of assumptions, the rules plug right into it. And you could easily see, oh yeah, here's how all these rules are exactly perfectly in parallel with all these science fiction works that are the assumed background or the inspirational background for this game. But if all you have is the rules and you don't have the assumptions um, and you're not versed in those original works, like even I am not versed in the original works, I'm versed in like a generation later, of works that are close to them, but not exactly them. Like I'm drawing on Alan Dean Foster Sci-Fi from the 70s, which is close but not quite the same. Um and and of course, through Jeffro uh Johnson, he's mentioned some of the works that are uh Went into original travel, like I think Space Viking, Uh, and I read that, and it's like, okay, now I can see where their assumptions about the speed of space travel and the speed of communication came from, and that makes all that all makes sense to me. Um, But yeah, if you don't have the the canon, I guess for you know lack of a better term to draw from it's difficult to to see how the universe gels together because the answer to what are adventures supposed to be like? What are players supposed to do? The answer is, oh, well, you're playing adventures a lot like the adventures that happen in these books that were kind of the assumed basis for the universe. We just didn't
1: tell you that. Right. Sort of a assumed shared cultural knowledge that didn't really translate. Yeah. Or get transmitted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right then. Shall, shall we, uh, shall we go back to the dark future of cyberpunk? Well, and, and there's
0: another, there's another good example of the same thing. People coming to cyberpunk, In 2020, all these people complaining about stuff are facing the same problem. They're 40 years too late. And all these people, oh, there's ads everywhere. I'm so sick of it. It's so crappy. Why do they have ads everywhere? And I'm sitting there looking at the article, and I know this is some 20-year-old I know they don't know anything about anything. It's not their fault. They're just 20, right? Mm -hmm. They they haven't seen probably Blade Runner or RoboCop. And Uh they definitely haven't read the Sprawl trilogy by William Gibson or uh, Bruce Sterling's you know seminal cyberpunk works or walter john williams or even the proto cyberpunk uh, works that came before um that came before those guys um and i have because i was way into cyberpunk in the 90s um even though i didn't read uh walter john williams until um until like last year. Uh, but even that was great because you read that Walter John Williams book, Hardwired, and it's like, oh, this is why Shadowrun calls its hover tanks panzers. Mm. Uh, and in fact, panzer, the word, shows up in Cyberpunk 2077. And I don't know if that's directly from the Cyberpunk RPG. But that word and its usage is directly from Walter John Williams Hardwired.
1: Both Cyberpunk 2020 Artaxarian Games produced a source book for Hardwired. Oh, okay. Yeah. They they had the cover and with the logo and everything. They 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 licensed the whole thing. They're like, "Did you like Hardwired? Well, here's how all the here's how all the cool vehicles and machines work in Cyberpunk 2020. Go."
0: Um, I remember that now that you mention it.
1: Yeah, my I never owned it. It was or, a national treasure,
0: <laughs> never owned it or played it, but I do remember seeing that in like catalogs and ads and stuff.
1: That was one um, of our favorite source books when we were young. Love that stuff. So, you know, there's a body of work
0: that. I don't know if it's dropped out of culture as thoroughly as a lot of the stuff that's behind Traveler or behind AD&D has. I don't know that it's been purposely buried like those have. I mean, certainly William Gibson hasn't been memory hold the same way that, you know, a lot of these other guys have gotten memory
1: hold. But um, there is a... I want to believe... Sorry, I thought you were done. I want to believe Judd is uh, correct on this one. That's awesome. I haven't scrolled down that far. What do you say? Walter John Williams wrote the supplement for Hardwired. Did he really?
0: That's That's awesome.
1: Awesome. I could probably confirm that looking up a few seconds on the internet, (laughs) but I'm not going to. I'm just going to live in that fantasy world. (laughs) Um. But yeah, it's it. There
0: is a body of work there that goes into cyberpunk. I feel like we've talked about this subject before.
1: <laughs> it may have come up once or twice on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean
0: literally have talked about like the cyberpunk books that lay behind the first role playing games. Yeah, and yeah. cyberpunk itself was literally the first role playing game to do cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And for a while, the big three was. Cyberpunk, cyberspace, and GURPS cyberpunk, infamously was uh, confiscated by the S- Secret Service. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be reconstructed from backup copies of playtest copies. Oh, so. I own the Black Box Cyberpunk. I own Cyberpunk 2020. I did not own Cyberpunk Green or 3.0. I heard that was generally ill-regarded by the fans. Um, Yeah. And then uh, Cyberpunk 2077, the video game, came out just a few days ago
1: well i can't believe i've missed this i i actually did not pick it up i i i think i'm gonna wait a little while to get it but you pre-ordered the some deluxe edition didn't you you mentioned that a few times on the show i pre-ordered the collector's edition 18 months ago so it finally arrived tell me about this wonderful collector's edition um, it's insane.
0: It's it came in this huge box, it's like a foot and a half tall.
1: Whoa, <laughs> I'm not kidding, it's huge. It's got a
0: 12 inch tall statue of the main character doing a wheelie on a motorcycle, shooting at someone. Um, And it's got a bunch of other goodies inside. Um, The regular edition comes with um, postcards, a guide to Night City, um, some stickers, and so forth. The Collector Edition has that, plus a bunch of other stuff. Um, and just today, as I was up this morning, there was a knock at my door, and it was FedEx again. And there was a we're sorry for being late package. Um... And it's a little tin, like a shoe polish tin. And inside it is a necklace uh, of the flaming uh, Oni skull from the band Samurai. uh, That features on all the marketing and on, on their jackets and stuff.
1: Oh, Johnny Silverhand's band.
0: Johnny Silverhand's band. Yeah. Um it's big, it's heavy. It looks to be made out of i of pewter. Uh or something. It's very finely detailed. Uh I would never wear it, but you know, it's just like a little
1: you would never wear it. I I challenge you. I challenge you to to have that. I I need you to have that uh disco time open <laughs> neck shirt with the with the Oni medallion resting on on thick daddy war pig chest hair. Just let that let that go. When people say, "Whoa, I like your style." Oh, oh you like it? This is this is from my Cyberpunk 2077 collectors edition. Yeah. <laughs> Um, have you ever seen them live in concert? Uh, uh, yeah.
0: He's <laughs> from the band Samurai. You ever seen him in concert? <clears throat> um. Uh, uh, uh.
1: <laughs> okay, so you got this. You got a bunch of swag. You got a bunch of cool stuff. You even got a necklace, and that sounds awesome. Uh, have how much of the game have you played? I played about five hours of the
0: game um which is not even enough to get me up to where uh the real game starts where you meet Johnny Silverhand but then again i've been kind of this is still in the beginning of the game they're kind of keeping you focused on getting to that point where you meet Johnny Silverhand and that's when the game world really opens up uh but even so i've been i've been trying to do my typical thing where it like I do in Skyrim, which is as soon as I know for a fact where the main quest line is, I head in the opposite direction and just mess around for a long
1: time. Nobody blames you for that. No. That's okay. Uh
0: so they gave me some side quests. And it was kind of, I was kind of wrestling with the game to go off to this one side quest. But there are a couple of different things they were insisting I do on first. I do first. And finally, at one point, they said, okay, go meet this guy in the car for a discussion. And then I switched to the side quest and went walking in the opposite (laughs) direction to go do this side quest.
1: Oh, that car. That car right there on the (laughs) curb in front of me. Okay, thanks. I'm going to go this way. (laughs)
0: So I went and did that. Then I went and talked to him in the car. And there's great stuff. It is really interesting. And the main quest line is cool. And when I went back and finished some of it last night and today, it was great. But uh, I just was like, you know, I'm going to see how far I can push this in a different direction.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Skyrim, and uh, Fiona Wolf say, it says forcing open doors with body stat ups your athletics, along with running, swimming, everywhere. Is is that what this game is? Is this uh, is this very much like Skyrim?
0: No, it's very much like The Witcher.
1: I see, which I never played, but that's of course CD Projekt Red's famous game series that they made before this.
0: Yeah, except this one is uh, first person instead of third. Um, here's one of the moments I had last night. I was walking towards the meeting when I finally got back on track, I was walking towards the meet to meet the client because you're basically a shadow runner in cyberpunk. Every cyberpunk game, you're a shadow runner. Mm -hmm. Um, and I came across an ally and the game stopped me because it's still kind of the tutorial. You know, it's giving you tips and tricks. And it says, if you come across violent things happening, you can let it go or you can get involved. And there was this gang of four guys, five guys, and they were beating the crap out of someone on the ground. And so I shot them all. It turns out they had killed the guy. So I robbed them all.
1: Yep. Yep. As, As you do.
0: As one does in a cyberpunk game
1: or a fantasy game. See, all these corpses I created are glowing. And when I click on them, I get stuff. I get stuff. And then I stole the motorcycle. As one does.
0: And I used the motorcycle to ride off to the meat and i hopped off the motorcycle outside the meet and i went inside and did the meet and that was a really cool scene. Uh it shows up in one of the previews. It's where you learn how to I don't want to keep saying shadow run. It's called Brain Dance, but it's it's SimSense technology. Brain Dance, yeah. Um and it's a really cool detective thing. I love it. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great addition to the game. It's a fun mini game. I'm disappointed that the first real time I had to do detective work, I couldn't find everything I was supposed to find in the scene. Very disappointed in myself. Mm. Um, but you have to scrub back and forth along the timeline of this, you know, clip that's the sensory recording of a person that during a specific bit of time and you have to switch between tracks of what they saw what they heard and if they have special implants what other senses they had augmented so this particular person had thermal senses and using those augmented senses then you can see what stuff they recorded And then scan it to get information. In this case, I was getting information on the security systems in a particular apartment. And I found a lot of them, but I didn't find all of them. And it worries me because I'm going to have to later break into this place and steal something very expensive from a very, very, very uh, touchy person who's in control of a very touchy, unpleasant rich company who has, lo- who is known for having lots of people that are cybernetically enhanced who carry lots of weapons.
1: Mm. Um, that sounds like all of them. <laughs> so
0: then when I'm done with the meat, I come outside and I was so upset. Somebody had jacked the bike That I had rightly stolen.
1: Get out. They just strolled off with it. Like it was theirs or something. (laughs) That's a detail I didn't expect to hear.
0: So I was just standing there looking at where my bike had been. My bike. It wasn't there anymore. (laughs) And I was like. This city! This damn city! You're it sounds not like- even safe parking
1: your own bike! It sounds like they, they've uh, done a good job at the simulation aspect of the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have been having fun. Um,. There have been some entertaining glitches.
1: I was about to ask. I, I actually have heard through the grapevine. It's a pretty buggy release. Tell me more. Um, Mine has not
0: been pretty buggy, but it has been. There have been glitches. I'm not going to lie. Most of them had just been annoying. It's crashed once in the five hours. Hmm. Um, I actually got hit by a cra- crasher uh, on the way into that meeting, um, it crashed uh, right as I was walking into the building, which actually turned out to be lucky because it allowed me to go back in the conversation and redo a choice I did wrong. So uh uh-huh. <laughs> I wasn't... Unintentional save scum, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but most of them have been just graphical glitches. Like there's a... Mirror in your bathroom, in your apartment, that you can use to look at yourself, to get uh, to see how you how you look wearing whatever your outfit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I went to the mirror, it decided I was totally nude. So that's funny. <laughs> um, now it just thinks I'm bald. So
1: whoops, you know, I've got an X-ray mirror. Wonder. wonder how they didn't find that bug. Um,
0: the main glitch I've got is whenever I change outfits in the inventory because I've got a piece of clothing with bigger numbers that go up. Because mm. it's a role-playing game and you change clothing because you've got bigger numbers that go up. That's right. Um, for a brief moment, it, you're nude in between the flickering clouds.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And and are there, are the rumors true? Do you get to design, if you wish, uh, very detailed uh, aspects of your nudity? Yes. So that's great. When that bug happens and you see that flash, like you're seeing your handiwork, you've sculpted. <laughs> You've sculpted your very own Ken or Barbie doll uh, to run around Night City shooting people with. That's great. That you can't even see. Because it's first person. (laughs) Are you kidding? I hadn't put that together until just now. It's a first person game that you can spend hours detailing the look and feel of your character. Yes. Oh, well, you know, Computer RPG the players w- never change, guys. Just never change. Versus you guys are going to... Versus The Witcher, right?
0: Where you couldn't customize the character, but it was third
1: person. Oh, that's exactly the way it works, because that's... Uh, those two goals work against each other you know if 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 i'm developing a game i have to be able to support all these custom art assets in third person but if i don't (laughs) that's a lot of work including bugs to fix that uh, i don't have to do if it's all first person but as soon as i let you design your own character nope first person so
0: um I did get some nice guns from the gangers I shot up. They had, a, they had some submachine guns, so I took one because it was better. The numbers went up, so I know it was better. Mm-hmm. Um, they had nice little green arrows. In case you couldn't compare numbers, they have little green arrows that show you the numbers are going up. Love also those sandy the armor in case you couldn't tell that the armor had bigger numbers because the numbers are bigger there's arrows that tell you the numbers are going up.
1: In case you're not interested in thinking you can just go by feel <laughs> just I, I at this point I think we're at the we're at the uh, ten thousand monkeys theory of Shakespeare, where people aren't successful at role-playing games because of their ability to analyze the game system and optimize their ability to overcome the challenges, but they just have learned through trial and error how to push the controls around to make all the numbers green.
0: Yeah, I think people who really are that dumb and need that for the guns and armor are going to get their balls kicked up into their nose and the rest of the game <laughs> because uh, if that if that uh, one session in the detective brain dance machine was any indication, it was just so damn cool. having a real detective situation that wasn't just wandering around, looking at the scenery, that you actually had to scrub back and forth on this timeline and pay attention to everything. Because the clues are only visible for a small part of the timeline you're paying attention to for one specific track. And you had to think about it and look for clues. Like one of the things, you had to be in thermal, and it wasn't just enough, you had to actually look for an environmental disturbance in the thermal that was just this little purple smoke that was almost barely noticeable, and then when you saw the smoke, you had to figure out when the person whose senses you're scrubbing through, you're you're seeing the scene from, got close to the area where the smoke is coming from, so they might have caught a glimpse of it, and then you could finally scan it. You had to figure things out. It wasn't just like the clues are there for you to, you know, fly around in a disembodied, uh, you know, it's not like Forge mode in Halo, where you can just go anywhere you want and scan anything you want, anytime you want. You had to put clues together. It was legit
1: detective work, but it was fun. Um, it, was it was enjoyable. Just not normally, not normally something you hear about a mini game in an RPG. Yeah, it was interesting to do. Then um, it it
0: was fun. So I think they did a, a good job uh, on that, and they had some other mini games they played. Or that they had you play through like uh, the hacking and things like that, and I don't—I didn't do enough of them to really get the gist of it. Um, I mean, they were talking about like cyber combat and things like that, or at least it seemed to me that that's what they were talking about. But I never did that, so I don't—I don't necessarily understand how that works. I'm looking forward to trying some more things in depth. Um, the characters they had were actually real well written They did not have obvious lines. They had lines that were um, kind of clever. Uh, one character is this dumb, really obvious guy, and his lines are clever in a dumb, really obvious way. Um
1: I, i'm i'm gonna level with you that's pretty vague do you have a do you have a more clear example without spoiling
0: i'm trying to remember it um v who's the main character that's your character however you made him uh you end up hooking up with this guy named jackie i i started with the nomad um in in cyberpunk at one point you had a. Uh, um I believe it was the farm family relocation act where they took a bunch of family farms away and gave them to the big agri corps. And so it tossed a bunch of fa- farmers off their lands and they went roaming around the country and they became nomads. And what nomads do is they were migrant workers. Um, but like millions of them. Um. And they actually saved the country because when um, a lot of diseases hit in the early 21st, um, they could grow crops and feed the country. So they saved people from mass starvation. Well, they still live outside the megacities. And so nomads live on, on the move. They live in camps. And they're very, very good at uh, mechanics, cars, things like that, shooting. Um, So, as a nomad, you start outside Night City. And you're actually good as a mechanic. Like, you're in this place and this mechanic tries jipping you off for some money. I'm not supposed to say that. I'm so sorry.
1: You're banned. You are banned.
0: They're going to kick me off
1: YouTube. Using, oh. using the slur gypped is, in a YouTube show, absolutely retarded. Oh, this one,
0: I can say because I'm Welsh. <laughs> he tried, is, does that work? I don't even know how that
1: works. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like it might be cultural appropriation.
0: He tried to Welsh out of the price he was going to charge me. Is that the right usage? I think so. Okay, I'm actually Manx, not quite Welsh, but Manx is Welsh anyway, so I can say that. I'm okay. If anybody wants a Welsh card, by the way, (laughs) 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 I can hand those out.
1: (laughs) Oh, you tickled my funny bone there. Okay, good one. (laughs) Um. Uh, So, you have
0: an option in the dialogue that you wouldn't otherwise get that you can just kick him out of the way and say, well, I'm just going to do this and this because I know mechanics because of my nomad background. Uh, And so, you start outside the city and you smuggle goods inside the city. Uh, and that's how you get to Night City, and that's how you hook up with Jackie. And then they have this fast-forward scene of six months of you doing Shadowrunner work in Night City. Sorry, Merc work inside Night City. Um, but it's really Shadowrun work. Um, yes, I know Cyberpunk was first, and that Shadowrun actually took it from Cyberpunk books and stuff, but it's still
1: Shadowrunning. Uh I believe in Night City, they call it edge running. So far in the game,
0: and I think you're right, they do call it edge running, but so far in the game, they're calling it merc work. Fair. Um, So that's how you hook up with Jackie. And Jackie's a big, obvious guy. And at one point, at the end of this, Um, At one point, you're hired to do this job and you have to kind of sweet talk somebody to get into another part of the city. And V says to Jackie, see, you can be nice. And Jackie says, what? I'm never not nice. (laughs) So that's kind of clever writing in a stupid way because the ca- character is obvious and stupid. He's not trying to be funny. He's not trying to be clever. He was just a little tongue-tied. So the writer wrote a line that's a little bit clever and funny for this big glute who's tongue-tied. Um, so yeah, the game's well-written. I mean, I'm not saying every line is, a, you know, a pearl of golden dialogue that fell from the sky like it was a
1: revelation from the but, muses I themselves. Mean, it's video game writing. We know. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: yeah, it's, it's an enjoyable game. It's well written. Um, the combat's been fun so far. Um, they had a, a combat tutorial chip you can slot. Um, to that's part of the lore. Of the game is chipping in, which is at the top of the chat. If you guys want to go check that out, um, from Judd. Um, but the idea that
1: the idea that you'd have a chip with data or instructions for your neurons that will either review you can access information or actually teach your brain how to do something without putting in the hours of work for it right yeah
0: and and in this case when you put in the chip it actually has the combat tutorials in it for the game that's to a teach. great conceit yep what a great idea to teach you how to, you know, do stealth, how to do hacking, how to do combat, and how to do advanced combat. Um, Two of them were optional, but I did all four just to, you know, what the hell. And at the end of the advanced combat, they send you in against three um, simulated targets that you just have to fight using whatever you want. Melee weapon or hand-to-hand or uh, shooting. Uh, And they gave you a katana. Because so of I, course they
1: gave you katana. Okay.
0: So I katana chopped all three of them because you know,
1: yeah, katana. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Couldn't have been any other weapon. Not in a, not in a cyberpunk game. No. Do they have um, oh, Do they have the slitches? The the monofilament wire garrote.
0: There is some kind of monofilament weapon because as it keeps reminding me every time I go to raise one of my stats. Raising cool, I'm not making this up. There's a stat called cool because it's in the video. It's in the role-playing game, the tabletop game. Uh, Raising cool, which is uh, your stealth stat, uh, your sneakiness stat, it also raises your damage with monofilament weapons.
1: Love it. So there's there's an assassin build with a high level of cool and uh it's it's cool as in keeping your cool not looking yes. cool that's that's the appearance stat is for looking cool but keeping your cool and uh stealthing up and garroting people with your monofilament wire that's there are a lot of people who play computer role playing games who prefer that play style
0: yes mhm um but so yeah, that clearly a lot of thought went into the game. There's perks, which do nice things for you. And so I went for the first two perks, which I always go for in every game. Um, if there's not a perk that can actually increase my health, I go for the perk that lets me regenerate a little bit of health.
1: You like that cushion?
0: Yeah. The second one I went for is the one that increased my carrying capacity for for loot. Um, And then the third perk I went for is the one that my grenades don't do damage to me anymore or cause any other effect. (laughs) because those are the basics that's, that's just table stakes to get you in the game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just, you're all about that quality of life improvement. You're like all these mechanics you put in the game to make me, you know, play extra careful. No, just, you know what? We're going to take those away. (laughs) I got a little extra health. I, I can go longer without going to the store and selling my garbage. And, uh, I can grenade everything all the time. Okay. We're good. Good.
0: It's funny. They do have these ATM-like looking things every – well, they seem pretty damn frequent to me because I'm running on my feet everywhere right now because somebody stole my bike. Um, But you can just walk up to them and sell things. So I've been dumping my junk regularly. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've had a lot of fun playing it so far.
1: Um, and I'm really looking forward to the rest of the game. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll tell us more next time we get together. People have been saying how terrible the game looks
0: on the Xbox One and PS4. Honestly, the only thing that looks bad are the uh, decals Or the graphics on the vending machines. You can't read them. They're unreadable. They're a mess. You can't really tell what you're buying. That's a shame. Which hasn't stopped me from buying random things just (laughs) because. What does this button do? (laughs) And food is expensive. Like a microwave burrito out of a vending machine costs you 10 euro dollars. And right now I only have 600 euro dollars from stealing everything
1: in sight. Sounds like you need to do some proper merc work and get paid.
0: Yeah. By the way, I I have stolen everything in sight because it's a role-playing game. Yeah. And uh, it's like Link. Or at least like I remember Link being at one point. You can take everything you see. (laughs) Oh, boy. I walked into somebody's shop and picked up everything, and nobody said anything to me. And so I just kind of took that as license to rob the city blind. (laughs) And so far, nobody said anything. So it must be okay. (laughs) I kind of worry occasionally. I'm like, is this all right? And I steal it, and it's like, well... Nobody said anything. I guess it's okay. (laughs) The first person I robbed blind was the mechanic who was trying to rip me off. So that was just out of spite.
1: Never underestimate the power of spite. (laughs) Apparently
0: in that same town, as you get done with the mechanic, the sheriff walks up to you and gives you a hard time. Tells you how bad a person you are because you're a nomad. Says he wants you out of town. Um, Apparently in that same town, somebody, I was reading this on Twitter yesterday, somebody got upset at the sheriff and went on a shooting spree and killed the whole town and then the sheriff got him. (laughs) So, (laughs) when you're adjudicating my level of spite, (laughs) it's helpful to have Something to, you know...
1: Measure it against.
0: <laughs> measure it against. Just, uh, <laughs> just just, by way of comparison, <laughs> here's a scale, a handy scale of how spiteful people have been. <laughs> in the <game. laughs> Although I will say the sheriff was entirely right. Because even though all I asked for was to, you know, borrow a com tower to call somebody in Night City... And he said, we don't want your kind around here because you cause trouble. The polite thing to do would have been go up to the tower, use it, and leave nicely, closing it up after me. That is not what my character did, and I didn't have a choice (laughs) about it. My character went in, uh, cut open the lock, kicked the gate open, ripped the panel off the transmitter and then threw the panel aside and when i was done i didn't replace the panel i just left it there leaving all the electronics exposed to the weather and walked out leaving the gate wide open dude your character's a jerk <laughs> i don't know if the character did that for spite but they didn't even give me a chance to like You know, just kind of open it up, do my thing, close it up, walk out, leaving the gate closed. It didn't look like anybody had been there. They they were just like, nope, you're going to trash this place just because. Just because. Everybody's right about nomads. (laughs) No wonder they don't want nomads hanging around their city. I don't want nomads hanging around my city if this is the way they act. (laughs) So yeah.
1: Some overzealous animator was like, This scene's gonna be awesome. (laughs) Why would why would this character do all that? Because he's awesome. He's a badass.
0: (laughs) That's how badasses
1: act. They don't care about nothing. (laughs) Uh Well, I'm glad you've enjoyed it so far. I I, I hope to hear more, but I think we're running out of time. What do you say?
0: Oh, yeah. No, that was it. That was the last thing I wanted to laugh (laughs) at.
1: Well, it sounds like Good. I don't
0: mean that bad. I'm not trying to laugh at the game, but the character did that. I just, I just thought it was hilarious. It's like you're all pissed off because he doesn't like nomads. And then you immediately, instantly, the first chance you get, Prove him
1: right. <sighs> well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I think I'm going to wait till, uh, till they've fixed a couple of bugs and introduce some DLC. And I, I think I'll get it on sale sometime next year because uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'll probably enjoy it. As always, I appreciate your uh, wisdom and experience in in the great review uh sounds like cyberpunk 2077 at least the first five hours has daddy war pig seal of approval yeah um i'm done for today so i'm going to say my goodbyes uh, always awesome hanging out with you i love chatting with everybody in the chat uh, jed goswick loves his cyberpunk uh, i'm glad you enjoyed it hey to everybody around and uh and I hope everybody listening live has enjoyed the chat and I hope you're thinking about picking up cyberpunk 2077 or getting some chip implants for our dark future to come Uh, sponsored by Facebook
0: (laughs) (laughs) and MasterCard
1: facebook and mastercard that's right click your like and subscribe and if you if you donate to our channel don't forget to use mastercard uh, While <laughs> while while we are still permitted to use those systems i think we might lose those privileges after daddy war pigs careless ethnic slur and cultural appropriation but it's a uh, programming programming you no know, i don't know if i'm going to be around next weekend and the weekend after that is Christmas weekend. So there's a good chance that this is uh this is it till the end of the year. Oh, our last 2020 show? Could be looking at the uh, looking at the we we could do like a New Year's Eve show or something like that. I may be out of town next week, but I may be in a place where I can do the show. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, it is it is now your turn.
0: It's not my. Oh, now my turn. Sorry, you get it. Go. Um. I guess one last thing about the uh, about the review. The glitches I enc- I encountered, other than the one crasher, were all graphical, and they were all in menus or in the mirror. None of them. No, wait. There was one really funny one. Um. One dude walked right through me, like right the heck through me, like he was a ghost. That was great. And one truck went around a corner and glitched and blew up a bunch of concrete barricades right in front of me. And so it, it like shifted 10 feet over and then shifted 10 feet back. So it like blinked. Hmm. <laughs> it teleported a bit. <laughs> That was awesome. And then when I went back later, the uh, concrete barricades were still destroyed. So it looks like they might have built some kind of perma-destruction in the game. So. Oh, I cool. thought that was pretty awesome. Um, But none of them were significant. None of them got in the way of me playing any of the game. Uh, I'm not saying you won't encounter glitches like that because other people have. It just didn't happen to me. Um, so I'm kind of mellow on the glitches right now. Let me change later. <laughs> I could get un-mellow real quick if it starts making it impossible to finish missions or starts, you know, bugging out guns I like or something. Fair. Um, well, it's is there to say. I uh, want to thank everybody who came and uh, listened to the show live. want to thank everybody who will come and listen later. Uh, you can catch us at uh, YouTube.com slash GeekGab. That's YouTube.com slash gab. And we're here usually about every week, uh, about the same time. You can catch us also on the Google Play Store, on SoundCloud.com, and on the iTunes Store. So you can su- subscribe to us on your Apple device, on your Android device, or on any, you can download us off the web or listen to us live on, or listen to us on the web to uh, catch us on the device of your choice. We are utterly ecumenical. Um, we are signing out for today, folks, because uh, I want to go play some more uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and I also want to get some lunch. Thanks for tuning in. We. Will be back.